Hi friends. Well, it's been a while, so I just kind of want to start this off by saying thanks for listening and cheers to you. I have my cup of water. I'm glad you're here and let's get started. You will just have me today. I have no guests and I really just wanted to talk about a letter that I wrote to myself and I was reflecting a little bit about just my epilepsy in general. You know, I've been seizure free for a little over six and a half years now. So everybody's seizure history is different. And I am very fortunate that I have been seizure free for this long. So I really want to lead from the front and share just some tips. So this letter that I wrote to myself is five things I wish I knew when I was diagnosed with epilepsy. And for those of you who are new to the show or new to following me, I'll just give you a little bit of a backstory. So when I was born, I was a two-month preemie and I had a seizure when and when I was in the hospital because I was in the NICU for about two months. And I was born in the 80s, so a lot of Things were not um, made aware, so my mom never knew that I had uh, a seizure until she saw my discharge papers, and I was monitored by a neurologist. However, I didn't have any other seizures until I was six, so that's a pretty big gap, and then from then, I was monitored, and they thought I outgrew it, so I went I went 16 years before I had another seizure. So this letter that I'm writing is basically a letter because I was re-diagnosed in 2006, if that makes sense. So I've always had seizures my whole life. However, I've had a huge window um, of seizure freedom. So when I was re-diagnosed at age 21, these are the things I wish I knew. So in 2006, I was seizure-free for a long time, about 16 years. Um, And then in 2006, I had the breakthrough seizure, and I was pregnant with my oldest son. And at that time, my partner had no idea of my seizure history. I mean, I wasn't talking about it to anybody. I mean, I thought I outgrew it. That chapter was pretty much closed in my life and I didn't tell anybody at all. So of course he thought I was faking and was really scared. Um, he actually tried to smack the seizure out of me, which obviously didn't work. And I'm thankfully, I did not remember that, but he then called 911 and because of hearing about that. It just made me realize some things. And the first thing is that education was not only extremely, extremely rare back then. Um, I had no idea what that diagnosis meant for me. And I also had no, no, I had no idea who else had seizures. Like I knew nobody that has seizures. Um, it wasn't until years, a few years later, like four, four, I think four or five years later that I met virtually my first person that had a seizure. So that's the first thing that I wish I knew. 
um, when I was diagnosed with epilepsy was that I am number one, like I'm not alone. You know, at the time I was 21 and pregnant, I had no idea what epilepsy was or who else had it. You know, now we know as a community that 3.4 million Americans have it and 400,000 of them are children. So if I would have known that information back then, I would have not felt so isolated. And like I mentioned before, it wasn't until about 2010 that I met my first friend, Sarah, who also had epilepsy. You know, the internet wasn't huge back then, and we met on an Epilepsy Foundation chat forum. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy. You guys probably know that as what Reddit is now. So just think about that for a little bit. Um, the second thing I wish I knew was... You know, it is okay for people to know that I have a seizure history and that I have epilepsy. It's not as scary as I thought it was. And actually, the more people that knew about it, it, the less scary it became. Um, Education is power. And if you kind of just want to destigmatize it and you just want people to know about it and make it more normal, because chances are someone else knows someone that's had a seizure in their past. So it's good for you to tell your friends and your family and your place of employment so they can be properly prepared uh, in case you do have a seizure. And if you guys need more tips on that, you know, I have episode one talks about seizure first aid. The third thing I wish I knew was that I will have a seizure in public. So it's not a win. I'm sorry, it's not an if, it's more of a win. So majority of people who have epilepsy will have a seizure in public. It's inevitable. Um, For me, did I know it was going to be at the airport? Mm, No. Did my dad realize what was happening? No. Also no. And was I super thankful the man behind me in the pre-check line caught me before I fell and hit the ground? Of course I was. And Actually, that incident was in the Houston airport, and it got us zoomed through that pre-check line pretty quick. So there's a silver lining in everything. (laughs) The fourth thing I wish I knew was that SUDEP is real. Um, Honestly, I had no idea what SUDEP was. It stands for Sudden Unexpected Death in Epilepsy People. Um, My neurologist didn't tell me, and... I mean, did I ask if I can die from seizures? Probably not, but this is something that people with seizures need to know, like capital N-E-E-D. Like we need to know that the risk of the SUDEP increase the more seizures we have and the less um, seizure control we have. You know, like I said before, I'm so fortunate that I have been seizure-free for so long, um, but some of you are not as fortunate, and I 100% believe that doctors should disclose all of this information to not only you, but to your partner, to your spouse, to your family. Um, with the last year, with the passing of actor Cameron Boyce, sued up and epilepsy in general has received a lot more media attention, which is great. I mean, the community and the public should be talking about it more, but. I'm no by, you know, I'm I'm by no means a medical professional, but I highly encourage you to mitigate your risks and your triggers and your stress levels and definitely talk to your doctor about it. And the fifth thing that I wish I knew when I was diagnosed was that my life isn't over. There's plenty of times that I had depression, I felt worthless, I felt that the seizures would never go away, and then I would never be able to drive. I mean, not being able to drive and being pregnant, and I was actually in my final semester of my undergrad 
was definitely stressful. Uh, thankfully, I had friends that drove me to class, but because I didn't live on campus, so it was frustrating. Because at the time, I also had three jobs, so it's definitely frustrating. Um, some people with epilepsy are not supposed to swim. I mean, I grew up on the swim team. Excuse me. Some people um, aren't allowed to shower alone. Um, I honestly couldn't imagine my life without the swim team memories. Some of those people on my swim team are still my best friends. I'm so thankful I was been I was seizure free for that you know ten ten plus period time before I was re-diagnosed because it did allow me to join the swim team at age four and do competitive swim all through middle and high school. Um, like I mentioned before, my mom was never told of those risks, so she just went on as life as normal. Um, the 90s were definitely different. Education wasn't a thing. And for that, I am thankful at that time. Um, but, I, you know, I am still able to drive. I mean, after my seizures, I wasn't for six months each time. But today, I, I have been driving. So, you know, with the technology these days, Uber, you know, Lyft, there's the public transportation. It gets it has it allows people to get to different places much much easier so that's great and then also the ADA is here to help me i did not use it or know about it for the longest time and i think it's super important that people are aware of it that ep- epilepsy is a disability and needs to be accommodated in the workplace um super important and also i am able to have children i have 3 of them And I am able to be an amazing parent to them. So the epilepsy and the seizures do not dictate that for me. Um, I am definitely an advocate for the community and I'm leading from the front to show you all what is possible being a woman with epilepsy. um, I have surrendered to my diagnosis and I help women shine after their diagnosis and not let their disability define them. So... I hope that this, these five tips, five things have helped you. And if you have anything to add, just feel free to leave me a comment on my Instagram page, which is at Jamie Wissinger. Um, Hopefully I won't be so far between episodes and I will chat with you soon. You guys have a great night. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 